Welcome to the podcast. My name is David Shannon, and these are the chats I wish I could have had with someone as I've created life as a full-time musician. If you're on that road and you need a friend or you need to hear the same stories and struggles that you're going through from another human's mouth, you're in the right place. Connect with me at davidshannon.com and let's move you into that space where you're really thriving and sharing your gifts with the world. Let's go. Getting started touring is the topic we are chatting about today. And I'm grateful this came out of uh, chats before one of the shows. Uh, Libby, thank you for your question. She was like, how do you get started touring? And literally, we now have this podcast. So I hope it's of value to you. These are my thoughts. I could go on about this topic for an incredibly long time. And I feel like this will hopefully be a condensed version that you can maybe come back to to just be like oh yeah that'd be a good idea that'd be useful um and ideally if you haven't toured this will get you started doing your first tour if you have been touring it might add in a few little nuggets of uh say wisdom but maybe just ideas that you can use that make your tours a little bit smoother a little bit easier more profitable who knows let's dive into it (laughs) how I got started my first real full tour was um, with Mark Maroney in 2013 and little caveat I'd done I'd say a tour um, previously um, where I think we'd done four shows somewhere around the country Um, I feel like that was that was I'm not going to classify that as an official tour. It was kind of like me being like, I, okay, here's a gig in Wellington. Let's do that one. Um, but learnings along the way. Um, if you're just getting started, the first thing I recommend is commit to touring. Look at your schedule and book out when you are going to tour. You don't need to have everything figured out. You will figure it along out along the way but looking at your calendar going you know what from March the 23rd through to April the 9th I'm gonna tour for is that like three weeks or so Um, once that's blocked out there's a certain amount of tension that like helps you move forward rather than being in a perpetual state of like planning waiting for the right things to happen Um, it won't necessarily always work out the venue you might want to do you might have to juggle dates and that sort of thing but at least you're like right I'm going on tour you've got dates set from there you can contact venues (laughs) and what I suggest again you're going to go places that you've possibly never been before you've likely never played a show before and I highly highly recommend as step two research other artists look at their tour posters find similar bands musicians acts to you research where they've been (laughs) like you've suddenly now got a list likely around the country around the cities towns areas you would like to go um, of places you can search look up and reach out to and say hey um, 
I saw this artist played at their last tour with you guys. I feel like that's probably a good fit. Um, I'm going to be touring on these dates. My ideal date would be the 19th. Was that in our, that's not even in our tour time frame. Um, but you know, my ideal date would be this date as you aim to plan a reasonable schedule around where you're going, realizing that that may not always work. So thirdly, we kind of just talked about it, just email and ask the venues. You don't have to get this email worded perfectly worded accurately it's not about doing it perfectly it's about saying hey look you can even say hey look i'm new to touring i saw that this person played at your venue i, I think i've got a similar vibe so it's probably a good fit could you tell me what your usual setup is some venues have a specific setup where it's mapped out and it becomes really easy to go through the process like the venue hire is this much this is what we provide um, this is the arrangement, you know, etc. You can you can read, and as you do this, you will improve. Your understanding and knowledge will grow. So that's in a nutshell to get yourself touring. That is what I would recommend. If you have toured, if you've been doing different bits and pieces, here's a few things <laughs> that I think we should discuss. And uh, things to consider, um, and and I laugh now as well because I remember with with Mark when we toured, we did 15 uh, shows in 14 days, um, and <laughs> it's fair to say that we were quite exhausted. It was hectic. Uh, recently, I've been much more relaxed, uh, scheduling some. R&R, some rest time, which I highly recommend. Um, in saying that, I'm very grateful for that initial tour and, and that time as well. It was good. But um, we also spent a lot, too much time uh, on, and again, this is my opinion, um, but too much time on poster design and image and things like that, which now I feel I, I'm much faster to just be like, you know what, the dates are there, it's got a basic image of, if it's me, me with a guitar, so that people get some idea from just looking just super quick. He probably plays the guitar. It's an acoustic guitar. I might be into that. <laughs> you know, if you're in a metal band, you know, having having something that reflects that, that people people, when they look at a poster, if they don't know you, aren't going to necessarily look at your just your faces if you're unknown and have any idea what you might sound like but adding some of your instruments or a stage shot or something like that if you've got some good photo promo anyway can be a real help for people to go hey that looks like a band i would be interested in i'm interested in similar bands that look like that or i like acoustic artists that play guitar and sing. I might be into that. So I hope that makes sense. There's so much I want to cover. Let's see how we go for our timing on today's uh, podcast. But things to consider when doing it. Um, accommodation. If you've got 
friends, people you can reach out to along the way, uh, other musicians, it, that can be a great option. You need to juggle this with what you feel comfortable with, um, staying with people if you need time out to, to book a hotel or a hostel or something to just have your own space. Um, sometimes the fact that when you're doing shows every night, you're talking to people and I love that. It's part of what's amazing about it. I also recharge from having time to myself. So sometimes I will book, um, I will stay with friends and family and I, and I very much appreciate that. It's, it's really helps in making touring work from the budgeting side of things. Also, sometimes I'm like, I just need to not be around people for a bit so that I look forward to being around people and doing the shows as well because I recharge from taking time out. So that's just knowing yourself a little bit. Um, in terms of booking venues, do you have your own PA? Are you going to take your own PA and do sound on the road? Uh, or do you need to book venues that have a PA and a sound tech? Uh, this can limit your options, but it also can be a great way to just book shows that have a sound tech, have a PA at the venue, where you can travel a lot lighter and turn up knowing that you're going to sound good. You're not having to worry about that or bringing your own sound person on as part of the tour as well. So again, things to consider. We're not going to go into too much detail because hopefully this is still going to be a, a reasonably short, uh, palatable listening podcast. Um, things to consider. Number three, merch. Uh, I highly recommend having merch of some sort for a couple of reasons. One is simply that people that have enjoyed your show and want to support you and will often buy something after your show, not necessarily because they 100% want the item itself, but because they want to support you and because they want a tangible memory of the show. Like, I went to see this guy. I went to see this band. Hey, yeah, I've got their t-shirt. Um, or, you know, it's, it's, it's an interesting one for me to kind of watch that play out. Um, but it's really nice to be able to be like, yeah, you can, I'd love to sign this for you. You can buy this, you can take it away. It'll be sitting, whether it's a, a hat, whether it's a tea towel, whether it's a t-shirt, whether it's a CD, um, those things, people like have good feelings of that night that they went to see your show. Secondly, as an artist, merch can make a big difference in terms of profitability for your shows. Um, it's, you don't necessarily make a huge amount on each item, and we'll talk about budgeting in a moment. So you have to weigh up the fact that you're gonna fork out money in advance in the hopes that you will sell those items with maybe not the greatest profit margin, but um, a lot of feel-good factor. And, um, and if you get the numbers right, then it becomes profitable and, and can really contribute to making your, your tour profitable as well as an artist. So uh, 
We talked a little bit about rest and looking after yourself uh, in terms of accommodation and things, but I highly recommend scheduling some time off as well. I'm pretty bad at looking at schedules and being like, that's a six hour drive. Cool, I can do a six hour drive and then play the show and that's no, no drama. You've got 24 hours in a day, there's plenty of time left. Um, but be aware that traveling each day can take its toll on you. And um, uh, yeah, it's, it's usually leading up to a tour. There is an incredible amount of work that has to be done, even if it's just replying to uh, emails to venues with last minute details. That's all in itself very simple, but it can add up to a lot when you're trying to perfect your show. Um, you might be still organizing online advertising and that sort of thing, and you're, you're dealing with the logistics of just getting ready, packing up, and, and taking the, the show on the road. So <laughs> we need to talk about budgets and uh, this, Alice, I know um, you mentioned in one of the earlier podcasts, what would I change? Um, I feel like that will probably be a podcast in itself, but in terms of touring, what I would change from early days, just to touch on that, is I would allocate upfront a marketing budget. And for me, the, the marketing budget, you'll have your own way of, of doing things. I don't have a specific um, percentage or things like that, but maybe a good way to look at it for advertising is 10 ticket sales. So your, your advertising budget is ideally going to bring in a whole lot more than 10 people to your shows, um, but as a way of kind of gauging how much do I want to put into this? The thing I would change is actually having that figure up front. Like, great, I'm doing seven shows, the $20 a show, so that's going to mean $1,400 is actually allocated for advertising. Um, <laughs> does that make sense? $20, 10 tickets, 200, seven shows, 1400 bucks. Um, the thing is, when you're touring, for me, it's it's building your fan base as well. So I'm not looking at it as a specific return. Like I spent $200 for this show, maybe I spent uh, $200 on venue hire. Um, uh, who knows? Let's say $500 the show cost in terms of logistics. Um, that would mean I need 25 people to break even, let alone petrol and those sorts, accommodation and those sorts of things, right? But um, I need 25 people ticket-wise to break even. But the, the other thing with this is it's like you're building community and I'm, I'm very grateful to a lot of people that I've chatted with about touring and, and one in particular is um, Daniel Champagne. Dude, thank you. I'm, I'm grateful we met um, a while ago and have bumped into each other at festivals and different bits along the way, but I'm grateful for, for the chats and connection and you're just a real generous dude and I appreciate that because sometimes people are very closed. <laughs> Not, and I don't think intentionally being nasty, but just maybe protective or 
Um, or, I, I don't know. Who knows? But I, I'm very grateful. And one of the things, I may have this wrong, I may have this uh, not quite accurate, but essentially Dan toured in New Zealand March and April, same sort of time every year, for about six or seven years. Every time just adding to a, an email list for that city. And I highly recommend this if it's your first tour, if it's your third tour, start doing this. And what it means is down the track when you come back to tour in that city, you might the first year you might have four people on your list. Say, right, we're going to Nelson. Hi. You can email the, these people now. They've come to your show. They've hopefully had a magical time and you all had a great evening together. But at zero cost, you can now email them and say, hey, I'm coming back to Nelson. I'd love to see you again. Um, and you may get direct ticket sales from that. The next year, you might have seven people on your list. The next year, you might have 22. But you've now built your own marketing system out the back of it that so long as you respect those people's emails and, and do your best to say, hey, look, this is, this is actually specific to you. I'm coming to your town or I've released an album. Um, I'm, I'm aware of this as I, as I talk on this podcast this morning, just being like, I feel like I can improve that. I feel like I can do a better job of separating and, and managing email lists so the people, when I do send an email, it's specific to them. I'm not, and I'm not sending an email to people um, that are in a different city or in a different island in New Zealand saying, hey, I'm on tour, come and see me. Um, or if I am, I'm saying, hey, I'm on tour, I'm only going to these places, but I appreciate that you came to shows previously and I'd, I'd love it if you shared the poster or here's some, here's some clips you can watch. So, oh, again, I could talk about this for a long, long time, but one last thing to wrap up, your promo, what you actually share and promo for the tour. It helps a lot if well before the tour you are active online, you are sharing your, your joy of music, your fun, um, your, you know, if it's uh, live sessions, you can jump on Facebook, Instagram Live, um, you know, sharing reels, sharing content, YouTube videos. People are then looking forward. They've been enjoying your content and you, you've been giving to the community that follow you leading up to the tour. And it just makes everything go a lot easier. With your promo for the tour, be aware to share Yes, you're on tour and ticket sales are here and here's the details, but also make sure you're promoting videos, uh, music, where people can actually hear and see and be like, oh, I've now watched a few videos of this guy or this band or this duo. They, I, I kind of like them. We, maybe we should go. Um, it's a lot easier if someone's seen a few things, a few pieces of your content, listened to a few different tunes for them to make a choice to go, I'd like to go to their show, than if they've just seen a picture. Um, and, and maybe, I don't know, uh, maybe they go, he has a nice face, 
She has a lovely smile. Let's go to their concert. Um, maybe. And I'm sure there's a category of people that do that. I, I've bought albums, I'll be honest, like, uh, where I've just, I've seen someone's picture with a guitar and been like, you know what? I'm just, I'm going to get it and have a listen. Who knows? Give it a, give it a gamble. But those are my thoughts uh, for this Monday on uh, on getting started touring. I hope, I hope, hope, hope it gives you some insight, at least into how my brain works at this point in time on touring and perhaps gives you some inspiration to book a tour, but also to, um, to just maybe if you're touring or you're doing shows anyway, how you can improve and have it flow, have it be more seamless, more smooth, a little bit less effort. Um, <laughs> it might be more effort if you're implementing these things, let's be honest. But, um, but I hope that it means that you and your audiences get a result that you all enjoy and, and can share together. So thanks for tuning in. Uh, appreciate, as always, the comments and, and feedback. And I will see you next Monday.